Welcome to Life at God's Pace podcast. Oh, now I'm live and everybody heard me say that. Podcast and video. I am, for those of you who listen to the podcast, I do a live stream on my Facebook page, which normally works really well until you say something like a podcast. So anyway, that can be for all parents who are raising toddlers and trying to teach them how to go potty, right? Anyway, sometimes it's best just to move on and not acknowledge that you said something that you shouldn't have. So this is Life at God's Pace podcast video, and I think this is episode 16, 17, somewhere in there. Uh, Today is Monday, so what we do on Mondays is I bring a short uh, devotional short thoughts, reflections on books. And what we've been doing is walking through the book, (coughs) excuse me, Before the Throne by Alan Nelson. And I would encourage you to get this. If you would uh, like copies, want to know how to get it, let me know. I may have an extra copy or two still. Uh, Just shoot me an email, pastorjeffthomas at gmail.com. And I'll be glad to email this to you free of charge. I will not share uh, your email or personal information with anyone else. I just want to make this available to you. It's an excellent book, and I appreciate Alan taking the time to write it. On today's episode, I want us to consider chapter 8 from the book, Before the Throne. And the title of the chapter is Unchangeable Holiness. Unchangeable Holiness. And, and I want to read Revelation chapter 4 because this is one of the scriptures that Alan lists at the beginning of the chapter. And there in Revelation 4, verse 8, we have this recorded from God's word. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. And I want you to listen to the last phrase, because this is the key part of verse 8 who was and is and is to come. Let me say that again. Who was and is and is to come. Now let's go back and and begin to think about God's unchangeable holiness. And let's do it this way. Let's ask this question and reflect together on it. How have you changed? How have you changed? And think for a moment about all the changes that you've gone through in your life. In fact, just in this brief introduction to the podcast, you have changed. Now, it's not always noticeable, is it? I mean, we don't really see the change in one second, five seconds, 10 minutes, maybe not even in 24 hours. But there's no doubt we are not the same person Um you're not the same person when you started listening to this podcast. But if you look back to when you were a teenager and you were to get out some pictures and you were to look at your physical features from when you were 12, 14, some of us even in our 20s, as we uh, get older and older, we remember how life has changed, the things that we've gone through. The Bible really says, in in one sense, we are not changing for the better 
at least physically, are we? The outward man, that would be us, our flesh, is, is marching to a divine appointment with death. We, we will die one day. We are in the process of dying. I often use this analogy. We, we, we don't go into a labor and delivery room after a baby's been born Everybody's happy and say to the mother and father, well, you know, your baby is on the road to death. <laughs> that is a quick way to get security called upon you or maybe even a knuckle sandwich from the father. But, but that's the reality, isn't it? I mean, we are under the curse of death and we are, we, we are marching towards the grave. Or in the case of the believer, it would be better to say, we are marching towards Zion. We are marching towards heaven. Well, this chapter, as we've already said, is not about the changes in your life. But it is about the unchangeable nature of God. God does not change. Now, Alan mentions this, and I agree with him. We call the unchangeableness of God immutability immutability is a hard word for me to say sometimes when my tongue gets tangled up but god does not change and we call that immutability in a world of constant change we worship a god who does not and will not change listen again to revelation chapter 4 verse 8 who was and is and is to come this verse leads us to behold this reality and this doctrine of the immu immutability of God, the unchangeableness of God. There has never been a moment where he has been less holy or more, more holy. God is simply holy, perfectly holy, infinitely holy, unchangeable in his holiness. God doesn't get more holy. He's not progressing he is infinite. He is perfect. We could even say that about God's love. There's never been a moment when God has loved more or loved less. He simply loves. God does not acquire new knowledge. He doesn't gain a new perspective. He's, he's not forgotten anything. God is not stronger now than he was, nor weaker than he was. God is omnipotent, which means he has perfect power. He, he never, never, never grows less perfect. God is infinite, which means he doesn't get more infinite. He can't get more of anything. Even his glory is perfect glory. He doesn't get more glorious. He's simply glorious. He, he is constant. And what a blessing this is, isn't it, friends? We, we can sleep at night knowing that God will not change his mind about us while we sleep. Well, that's one less thing to worry about, isn't it? Go to bed. You know one thing is going to happen. One absolute God is still going to be on his throne when you awake. He is still going to be perfect. He's still going to be holy. No, no one or no thing will overthrow th 
overthrow God. We, we awake in the morning. We will awake to a sovereign God who is ruling and reigning on his throne. We can live our life knowing that because of Christ Jesus, we enjoy an eternal relationship with God. He will never throw us out of heaven. We will never be thrown out of his fellowship. He will embrace us because of the work of Christ Jesus. We can sing because he lives, we can face tomorrow. And the reason we can sing this with joy is that he lives and he's always the same. The author of the book Before the Throne points out that not only does God have an unchangeable holiness, an unchangeable love towards those who are in Christ, but he also has a holy hatred towards those who are not in Christ. Well, that's a startling reality, but but it's right. Uh, dear friend, if you're not in the Lord, if you're not in Christ, then God has a righteous wrath poured out on you. His wrath is resting on unforgiving sinners, unforgiven sinners. We're reminded God's holy standard does not change. He does not grade on a curve. God has a holy standard in regards to sin. We may change our view on sin, but God has not and will not change it. Sinners are dead in their sins because God is perfectly holy. And sinners are separated from God and will remain separated from God unless the Spirit brings them from death to life. There is no hope of God winking at sin. You must repent. You must trust in Christ. He will a sinner will face the unchangeable wrath of God in hell forever and forever. Because why? God's holiness is unchangeable. He doesn't get less holy, more holy. He is holy. Next week, we're going to look at chapter 9 in the book Before the Throne. And the title of that book is Unproach, Unapproachable Holiness. So again, encourage you, if you want a copy of the book, let me know. And I'll be glad to mail it to you, postage paid, or get it to you in some form or fashion. God bless you. Have a great day.